Turn it up. Alright. I think I've said turn it up for the past two episodes. I like it. But anyway, back to what we were saying earlier. That was the second time I got crabs. Yeah. Yeah. Tough shit. You gotta shave them off. Yeah. Take them really far from the mic. Yeah, public toilet seats. You gotta be careful. I'm so sleepy. I don't want to move. Yeah, well, you're fine. You're good where you are. I've been up since 4 a.m. at my new job. Oh, Matt got a new job. Matt put on his job helmet, strapped into the job cannon, shot off into job land where jobs grow on jobbies. Yep. Goddamn straight. Gonna be making coffee. <laughs> Gotta love it. It's pretty good stuff, I guess. It's actually a cool company. Think. Think coffee. Think coffee. I like it. I've never been, but I mean, it sounds cool according to what you've told me. They're cool. They do like these like social programs from the people that they buy their coffee from. It's kind of like, like they, I guess we <laughs> go out of our way to say we're that we're not we don't do fair trade coffee because mm-hmm. fair trade is unfair. It's not. Fair trade is a good idea um, in terms of the program called Fair Trade. Mm-hmm. The, like, you, you've seen that. With right, right, right. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. It, it, but it, but it yeah. gets fucked with a lot because uh, basically Fair Trade it only needs to prove that it's Fair Trade in the United States. Ah, so it can be you know like I mean? super like dickhead Bolivia. trade in Bolivia. Bolivia is like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> this is fair. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> And apparently, like, the founder of Think, like, went to, like, a coffee grow, or, like, he went to a neighborhood where he was told, he went to a place in Nicaragua where he was told his coffee was from, and the town was basically, like, uh, abandoned. Like, there was no coffee farmers, there was no nothing. And he was like, what the fuck? Uh, Then he was, while he was there, he did some shopping around. And now he only buys beans direct from farmers. Wow. All across the globe. Okay. That's cool. And with the money that... And he gives... So what he does is he gives them... Because it used to be like you'd pay a coffee broker. This is so fucking boring. I was going to say, it sounds like somebody just went through orientation. Yeah. It's it's interesting though. He ends up... The point of the thing is that like in different... Like in Ethiopia, Nicaragua, and Colombia... In all these towns where he gets his beans from, he's uh, put together different social programs with the money that he helps them make. Oh, that's cool. Like, like he... I don't know. Some of it got weird. They were talking about how, like, they went to Ethiopia, right? Yeah. And everyone's dropping out of school. All the women are dropping out of school. Oh, shit. And it's like, why? Why are all the women dropping out of the school? Oh, they have no menstrual health at all. Oh, shit. No nothing. These girls just start their periods Mm -hmm. and just are you know are miserable and have no clue what's going on well it's not even that they have no clue what's going on it's just that they just they don't have any they stay home they stay home because they're fucking bleeding everywhere yeah they uh, don't have any hygiene they don't know they don't have any education about it how to and the culture was just conducive to it Mm. and um so they they discovered a, a way to make reusable pads from clothing that was done. It was it's it, that's a lot. Like halfway that's through it, I was like, "Why are you telling me this? Yeah. <laughs> We're making coffee with this. What's going on? We're making coffee from the reuse. Never mind. No, nope, never nope, mind. Never nope, mind. No, nope, no. Nope. So Saturday Night Live came back this week. Yeah, we, <laughs> and we are now officially putting distance between ourselves and yay. So, as our loyal listeners know, we did a very in-depth dive review, a deep dive of the album Yay. Um, On our first episode. uh, Second episode. Really? Yeah, second episode. What was the first episode? The first episode was kind of a freestyle about us, where where we never got to any points. I need to go back and listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was our first episode. No, it was our second, because the second episode we went to the Mexican restaurant and we listened to Yay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, we went pretty hard on Praise for Ye. Because yeah, we... It's an okay album. It's pretty yeah, good. It's good. We liked it. We yeah. liked it. But now it's time to put distance between ourselves and Mr. West. Yeah, because he has gone ape shit. So, not only do you have the first performance, which was just dumb. Yeah, and 
And, um, I mean, look, obviously we curse a lot on this podcast, but there is, like, there Such are Such a thing rules. as the FCC. There are rules, and one thing that I've always kind of loved about SNL is that uh, it, it stays within that framework. Yeah. And, you know... You have, is, a, you have a strict framework that you have to work within. It is or it is not funny. And then, like, fucking Lil Pump and Kanye just start cursing all over the place. Because they chose, like, the worst song to to to, to sing on live television. Where the chorus, the hook is, You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Not to mention... They were dressed like a bottle of Perrier and a bottle of Fiji water. Yeah. With a woman in the background, just like... Yeah, dressed as uh, Perrier, which I actually found out was a pun. Oh, really? Yeah, Perrier. Oh. Fuck him. I hate it. I hate it. Anyway, we're distancing ourselves from that, from his fucking shit, because he's just all about this MAGA thing. At first, I thought it was uh, a phase. I thought that he was just kind of like... Being an idiot rich person. Yeah. Um, but now it's Which, just I mean, like, if you're a rich person, it makes sense to be conservative. I just thought that he would... Because so many of his peers clearly, like, disagree with him. I thought that he would eventually distance himself and be like, I don't really love Donald Trump. I just think that blah, 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 blah. You yeah. know what I mean? But no. He, like, pulled the whole cat, apparently, because he did this thing where he did a third song which is like unheard of on SNL and he did it during the credit scroll which was also weird he made the whole cast leave leave the stage then they, they get cut off I was watching it live on Antenna TV uh, and uh, they get cut off by commercial apparently after they got cut off by commercial this is from I think I read this on Gothamist they um, my favorite news source they, uh, he, he just started going off about Trump shit all over again. Like, just, and screaming at the audience that was booing at him, forced Adam Driver out to be out on the stage and stand next to him, and, like, like weirdly, like, in support of him, even though Adam Driver's like, I don't want to talk about politics ever! I've never heard Adam Driver ever take no, any stance. never. Except for, like, I like veterans. Yeah, because uh, he is one. Because he is one. But, um, so it was just weird. I don't know, and I'm just like sick of Kanye's shit. Yeah, I'm tired. You know, your whole life can't be a a publicity ploy. Yeah, like you either are just a crazy piece of shit asshole. Yeah, or it's an occasional publicity ploy. Like I just, I'm done. I'm over it. I'm yeah. sick of it. Um, I'm done with Kanye. And also, let's talk about old nipple popping McGee in the second song. Oh, yeah, that that woman. Yeah, I don't know who that was, she, but her, uh, her tits her? were out. Out! Full on tits. Full on out. Yeah. I texted you. <laughs> yeah, you did. I mean, this... Whoever, I was like, Matt, this is happening on live television right now. Look. <laughs> whoever this lady is that was singing with Kanye on his second performance of the night, she just had on a completely sheer top. Yeah. With these very surgically enhanced... Boobs. You don't know that, but they didn't move the entire time, don't talk and they about were it. perfectly formed. They're surgically enhanced. There's nothing wrong with that. She paid for them. They're hers. More power to you. It's just they were there. I can't wait for that. They were there. I can't wait for this stance to come back at us. Don't at him. Don't <laughs> at him, bro. And she paid for them. They they belong to her. You don't know that she has fake boobs. Okay. You don't know. Okay, whatever. You don't know. Somebody who has studied boobs as much as I have. Look, there's a whole <laughs> thing going on. What? She's just, like, some people just have big tits, dude. Uh, 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 listen. I'm right. Okay, so anyway. Not important. <laughs> um, the important is that they were out. They were very out. And, like, on TV. And, it, I don't know, it was just crazy to me. That whole, like, it's like, what's going on with... with SNL. I don't know. That was a weird episode just in general. I didn't like it. They didn't do a Kylo Ren sketch, which disappointed me greatly. Well, I mean, I mean, they, they kind of already did it, and it's like, I don't think it's going to get any better than Kylo Ren Undercover Boss, to be honest. Like, right. What are they going to do that's better than the last one they did? Bring it back? Yeah. Beat the same joke up? Why not? That's what they do all the time. I know, but maybe, the, you know, they don't, and... I think it was fine. They're the ones getting paid the big bucks. <laughs> think of a different sketch. 
<laughs> with Star Wars. I want to see laser swords. You know what I think? And this is a hard line stance. It's not my don't at me, bro. But I think the biggest problem with Saturday Night Live, Colin Jost. No. I don't think he's a good writer. I don't no, think he's a good head real. writer. No way. I don't think he's a good head writer. I think he's funny. Well, enough. you know that he was ousted at one point as head writer. And he got back into it. Well, he got it back into it as co-head writer. Yeah. I don't think he's a good head writer. Um, no he's, way. He's never blown me away. I think Chase... He's funny as fuck. I've on, seen... Yeah, he's funny on, on Weekend, Weekend Update. Sure. But they don't write... The head writer at SNL doesn't write the sketches. They have quality control over what is written and what they're looking for you know for the, the show. You know who's writing the weird shit that nobody likes is Kyle Mooney. And I, he's getting on earlier and earlier. I actually kind of like Kyle like, Mooney's stuff. <laughs> no, I like some of his stuff, but like it's not... I don't know. I thought his Pete Davidson thing was funny. That was... I thought that was real funny. Really? I Where he tries okay. to become Pete Davidson. I thought that yeah. was really funny. Yeah. And I, I also know. love how Pete just took a dump on himself. Yes. Like, oh, God, that was so that. funny. <laughs> Whatever he was like, you know, he's like, why would I get a prenup? I don't want <laughs> Yeah, why would I get a prenup? She is so much more rich, richer than me. <laughs> yeah, and then the whole thing about, like, getting her, like, switching out her uh, birth control pills. Yes. He got a ton of shit for that, which I was like, guys, it was a joke. It's a joke. Good Lord almighty. I love it. People, I feel like people are out for him right now. They are. Big. Because he's, a, it was, everyone's like, what the fuck? Why are you engaged in Ariana Grande? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah Dude, like, they are out for his neck. Like, Barstool was talking about how, like, his interview on Howard Stern took a deep, dark, twisted dive whenever he said something fucked up about his dad dying in 9-11. It's like, that's his whole shtick, is he makes people uncomfortable. That's always been his That's shtick. always been his thing. Well, remember him on the roast when he was like, Justin, I always regretted not growing up with a father, and then I met your dad, and it made me glad mine's dead. Yes! <laughs> God damn it, that's funny. Like, seriously, Pete, you're the one whose dad died in 9-11. You can say anything about it you want. Right, and it's not like a deep, dark, like, scary thing. I mean, yeah. he's got his own issues that he is very open about. but I Extremely think, open. But, like, I think he's a good guy, and I think he's really talented. Yeah. I think it's weird that he's even on SNL. I think that, I mean, I don't know what he does there. Yeah. He's in a few sketches every now and then, but it's like he's not an incredible actor for that in that style. And I think he's a really funny stand-up. So he I does like, real funny stand-up. So I think it's I think it's just odd to me. I think he could make more money as a stand-up. I think that he could You're right. He could uh, make, make a know. lot more money on if the he road. He just like went and toured. He would make way more than he's what he makes also in SNL. super young. Still. Yeah. He's like what is he like 23 now? I think he's 22. Shit. Because he got he, on SNL, he wasn't even 21. He, he was like... He was 19. That's insanity. Can you imagine me 19 years old and being on national television? No. Once a week? I couldn't imagine being 30 years old and being on national I, television. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't imagine that at all. I can't imagine even wanting that at 19. I Like, I feel like if that had happened to me when I was 19, I would have been like... Well, I would have been very confused because I would have been like, well, why are you in San Marcos, Texas? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why are you recruiting out here? Uh, but also just like, I, I'm, I don't know. It's just like, absolutely not. That's just sound, that's a lot of pressure for, I mean, I was a fucking moron when I was 19. Oh, dude. I, you know, like, and I actually have to, I have to give him credit. Yeah. I think he's handled it way better than I would have. Right, right. I mean, if I was 19 living in New York City on Ma SNL. Yeah, yeah. You know, making, you know, when you're a first year guy, you make over a hundred grand. Yeah, which, you, when, you when make, you're 19, holy fuck. Yeah, you can make some scratch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I think about the things I probably would have done as a 19 year old with 125K in New York City and fame. Yeah. Oh my God. God, he's such God. so much better than me. God, <laughs> oh my God! Imagine just on the box. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sorry, mom. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, I'd be chasing the chicks. Oh, my God. Oh, bro. Good Might Lord. not even have to chase them. No. If you're funny enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Fuck yeah. 
Uh, As anyway. fat guys, we got to be super hardcore, extra funny to yeah. get the chicks. Yeah. Well, not when you're on SNL. Yeah. Look at Farley. He was super hardcore, extra funny. Yeah. He still paid for prostitutes. Yeah. Which is crazy to me. Which is weird. But you know what? It actually it harkens back to the old Charlie Sheen thing. Is like you don't pay the <laughs> prostitute to have sex with you. You pay the prostitute to leave. Yeah. <laughs> And, and be quiet. <laughs> quiet Not is... Not take pictures of your HIV medicine. Right. Quiet is the key thing uh, that he would emphasize. Yeah. Which, well, it's crazy. Did not work out for him, dude. But, um, <laughs> but speaking of, of, you know, Kanye's got this whole MAGA thing going on. He's sticking to his guns. You know, they were friends before all this. It's whatever. It's whatever. We're done with them. Yeah. I'm not going to sing his praises anymore. Um, I'm also not fucking happy that Donald texted me today. Yeah, that was a bummer. Oh, man, if it was what? any other president, I'd have been fine with it. Like, literally, if Mitt Romney did it, I wouldn't care. Yeah. I would be like, he doesn't know how to text. This is never going <laughs> to happen. But with Donald, it's like, he knows how to work a phone. Oh, yeah. He, he knows how to do the iPhone. It's like I see a pop-up, I see a text pop-up from the president, and I'm like, Jesus, Donnie, Twitter's not enough? It's like... Now you like, have to have my phone number? Like, for real, though. It's it, like, he has more of a platform than almost any president has ever, ever had. had. Think about how often you heard from a president in the past. Like, right. Every three months when they might do like a national address, my fellow Americans. Yeah, yeah. Or like you may, I mean, you'll catch him in interviews like pretty, like, you know, a few yeah. times during a week or or just like off the cuff or whatever, whenever they decide to face the, the press. I forget what that's like. Yeah. You know what I mean? When it's like, oh, the president said something today. Yeah. It's like, like, the oh, president wow. came out and said something. It yeah. must be important. Whereas we wake, I wake up every morning taking a shit and I'm like, oh my God, transgenders aren't allowed to serve in the army anymore. <laughs> like, 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 oh my God, his dick looks like a fucking mushroom with Yeti pubes. That's a direct <laughs> quote. <laughs> it's a direct quote. I hate him so much. Oh, he has may. my phone number. He's going to be hitting me up, Matt. Going to be in New York this weekend. Going to be huge. You know what I think is Want to go get a well done steak with me? Apparently, a lot of like people in red states didn't get it because <laughs> they have such a shitty, like, Infrastructure service plans. and service <laughs> and service plans and like, like, uh, like, like T-Mobile, which is huge in the middle of the country. Yeah. Uh, um, they tout their like coast to coast coverage. Had, if you had T-Mobile, you didn't get it. Oh shit. Yeah. T-Mobile just totally dropped the ball. Oh shit. And they're probably going to get in trouble for it. But like, cause it is, I mean, I don't know. It's for like a national emergency, right? Yeah. What is that? War? Yeah, like there's bombs on their way. Like shelter in place. Like what? Like what? I don't. Frankly, I didn't really need to know that they needed that. I. You know what yeah. I mean? I've heard theories that like we're that the like people think that the Cold War is over, but it's really just the, but but it's like actually at like the worst point it's ever been at in the history of the world. Well, that's terrifying. Because because it used to be that just the U.S. and Russia had bombs, mm. but now it's like you got India and Pakistan, U.S. Russia, you got Israel, you Iran. got Iran, you got North, North Korea. Korea. All these people now have bombs, and it's just like at any moment one of them could go off. The other thing is, oh. is that it could just go off, like, on our, our own bomb could go off on our own turf. Right. Theoretically yeah, that speaking. That would be horrible. Yeah. Horrible. When all the North Korea stuff was going on, man, I I googled so much about, like, nuclear blast radius and, like... Dude, fuck North Korea. They don't. They can't do shit. No, they can't. But it's just, you think, you know, you start to... According eh. to Wikipedia... Death is highly likely and radiation poisoning is almost certain if one is caught in the open with no terrain or building masking effects within a radius of 0 to 3 kilometers from a 1 megaton airburst and the 50% chance of death from the blast extends out to approximately 8 kilometers from the same 1 megaton atmospheric <laughs> explosion. Thanks, Google. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> 
I, what I, the fuck was that? <laughs> I know what happened because I said the G word oh. and then I said radius of an atomic blast. <laughs> I really hope the microphone picked that up. Oh my God, that was amazing. That was, uh, hey guys out there, hey everybody out there. <laughs> In case you didn't know. <laughs> that was so scary. A robot just told me I like how, how bombs work. <laughs> A robot just told me I'm going to die because I live in Manhattan. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Whoa, that was weird. <laughs> that was- All right. Anyway, so- back to our comedy podcast. Uh, <laughs> you're getting married. I'm getting married. It'll- and in about a week, a little more, a little less than a week, a little uh, more than a week. A uh, week tomorrow. Week tomorrow. We're recording this on Wednesday. It'll probably be. Uh, this will probably be out within the week. Yeah, we're recording this right now on Wednesday, October third, and then um, I'm getting married on Thursday, October the eleventh. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a great time. We're gonna have three light. Oh, I haven't told you the menu yet. How about? Tell I? me. All right, so we're having a. Uh, build your own taco bar. Oh, fuck yeah. Steak, chicken, and mushroom. Uh-huh. And then toppings. Yeah. We're having a slider bar. Oh, God. You can do beef slider or uh, ro- uh, grilled tomato if you're a vegetarian. If you're one of those soy boy beta cucks. Um, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> don't want to use that terminology in this podcast, please. It was a joke. <laughs> Matt, it's a joke. You don't know how people are going to Google us. <laughs> don't Google us. <laughs> Stop it, Google. <laughs> Wait for it. All right, she didn't right, say she's anything. Good. She's good. Uh, it's G word. We yeah. have to say G, G word because I have a G word home in my apartment. Um, so anyway, yeah. Um, so slider station um, with uh, either grilled tomato or uh, burger, you know, beef. Yeah. And then also, and here is the baby, all right? Savory Waffle Station. Like chicken, so you and, get waffle? A, like chicken and waffles? That's one of the options. So you get a mm. fresh made, fresh out of the waffle iron this waffle. A, this is a true fat man's wedding. Oh, brother. Have you, <laughs> have you met me? <laughs> fat man found a woman who's willing to marry his big ass. And I was like, baby, let's have some food. We're going to have three dinners. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> so it's three live stages. So you, you know, you get what you want. But the, there's three options at the savory waffle bar. The yeah. first option is chicken. You yeah. can either do traditional fried chicken or a Nashville hot chicken. Uh huh. The second option is ham and brie. Is it real Nashville hot chicken? Yes. I Why mean, are you going to do mean, that to us? Chicken that's hot. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. I didn't pick the hottest kind. Good. Because I'm not dumb. Yeah. But, um... You're just going to have a bunch of people crying. Oh, what did I do? <laughs> Touching their eyes. Going to the hospital. <laughs> it's ghost pepper. It's ghost pepper. Uh, the second option is ham and brie. And then the third option is the Jewish option. Salmon, cream cheese, and capers. Oh, that sounds so good. Yeah, buddy. And then um, oh. we're going to have three different types of desserts. They're going to be like shot glass desserts. Uh-huh. And then also during cocktail hour, we're going to have six different hors d'oeuvres going around. Nice. And all of this is backed up by premium open bar. I'm getting hungry. And live dueling pianos. Yes, sir. Two pianos and a drummer. It's going to be so fun and so drunk. Oh, yeah. It's at the... It's should I, I don't want to give the no. menu away. It's um, in Williamsburg. It, it's in Williamsburg on the water uh, on a rooftop. Um behind us you know the ins- the reception will be inside out on the roof and then there's a deck where the the roof is where the ceremony will be the deck is where a uh, where the cocktail hour is going to be and behind us when we're getting married will be the Manhattan skyline um beautiful it's going to be awesome I'm beautiful. Su- I'm super excited people keep asking me if I'm nervous I'm like yeah you know I might have been nervous if I'd only been with her for a year that was my next question <laughs> are you getting nervous no I'm not getting nervous are you are you nerves can be something else though I mean you you're, you're going to be dealing with two different families all week you're going to be dealing with tensions people are going to be tired people are going to be with their kids. Well, I guess the only thing I'm nervous about is just getting pulled in too many directions. Yeah. I'm not at all nervous about getting married. Yeah. Most guys are like, I don't know, man. I want to be a crazy person. I'm yeah. like, you know, just relax. Yeah. Relax and get married. You haven't called me in a cold sweat and demanded that we go to a strip club at any point. No. So. Hey, uh, if I want to go to a strip club, I'll just say, hey, bro, you want to go to a strip club? Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
<laughs> you know me. I don't like strip clubs. Neither do, you. do I. I no. don't like. I've been to one once, and I was just like, "This is." I'm glad I did this, but I'm never. I don't. I'm not gonna say never. I mean, I'm very unlikely gonna do it ever again. I've definitely been more than once, but um, I feel that strip clubs are definitely hit and miss. Sure. I mean, I went to a couple in Austin. That were, oh my god, horrible. Yeah, and yeah, like, I've heard of those. And one in Austin that was like, eh, this isn't, this isn't bad. You know, I, I don't want to do this very much, but like for a friend, his birthday, he wants to do this, I'll go. Sure. Friends well, Bachelor Party. Um, the one on Congress. Yeah, that's Exposé. That's Exposé. Then there was one uh, called Perfect 10 up on I-35 that uh, another friend of mine, I won't out him publicly, obviously, he likes to go there a lot. And one time he called me up and was like, I just got my student loan check. Ready to go to Perfect 10? Jesus it's all on me. Christ. He was convinced that this chick was in love with him, and it was fantastic. I It was so much fun. <laughs> oh, my God. It was great. Um, but, you know, it's like it's not something I'm going to do yeah. regularly. Yeah. The only place that I'll ever, the only time I'll ever go somewhere and be like, well, we have to go to a strip club is Vegas. Sure. Because yeah, yeah, I can see that. You know, we we gave it the old college try on a strip club in Vegas, and it was it was fun. It was good. Sure, it was. I've also heard, heard that they're really good in L.A. That wouldn't surprise me at all. About the only one I've ever been to was in New York, and I would say it was fine. But I didn't. You know, New York. It. It's, I don't know. New York it's, is weird, man. New yeah. York can have the absolute best of some things, and then the most mediocre of a lot. I mean, of it's things. a famous place, Pumps, but like, I don't know. My anyway, friend, we used to. Oh my God! Right around the corner from my old office, they opened up this new strip club called Hoops, uh-huh. and it was a combination sports bar and strip club. And there was one guy in our office that always wanted to go to Hoops, just. Every day. What do you want to do for lunch? Like, let's go to hoops. I want to go to hoops. And all of us were like, we're not going to hoops. Yeah. Well, that guy, um, that guy ended up going to jail. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then another friend of mine just kept the joke going. And now it's like, <laughs> it's like, hey, man, what are you and your family doing for uh, Passover dinner? He's like, oh, we're going to hoops. Or hoops? <laughs> going to hoops. It's like, hey, man, what'd you do last night? It was at hoops. God. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. What's next? Well, cool, man. Uh, so you're getting married. You're doing all that Oh, yeah, that's stuff. right. I'm answering all the questions. Uh, you've actually kind of covered a lot of it. It's going to be a religious ceremony. Obviously no, not if it's going to be on all. a roof. Uh, well, you know, we're just not hyper-religious people. Yeah. Um, I don't want to go too far into religious who's, who's No, no. But uh, who, who'd you get to officiate? Um, our friend Russell, who right. actually is a pastor... But, you know, we're going to focus more on, um, you know, the, uh, us. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. and not other... Commitments. Right. In the, ac- <laughs> in the afterlife. Yeah, we're going to focus on us and our experience and our life together. That's awesome. Yeah, Russell's a really great dude. Um, him and his wife, Anna, have a great um, uh, videography business. They do a lot of weddings videography and they're really cool people too you'll get cool. to meet them they're awesome i'm excited to meet some of these people you know yeah i know i'm excited for you to spend some time around some of these guys yeah you know what i mean but yeah yeah i am yeah i do know what you mean it's, i'm it's cool i'm excited i'm really excited for you to meet carlos carlos from my from verona i don't even know if i've ever met heard of carlos I, you may not have but damn it you're gonna be glad you met him he's fantastic yeah. You've met Justin. Justin's awesome. Justin's we cool. love Justin. Um, I mean, you're going to meet a ton of people. You're going to meet my barber. I invited <laughs> I invited my barber because he's you one of my invited your barber. He's one of my oldest friends in New York City. All right. He's one of the first people I met when I moved here cuz Where he, do you get cuz I lived I well, he's moved a couple of different places. Oh, okay. Um, but he I lived above the shop when I moved here on St. Mark's. On St. Mark's place. And I was just down there, and he was out front, and we were, and I just started talking to him. Yeah. And he started cutting my hair. I think he does a great job. He's a cool dude. He's funny as hell. Yeah. Absolutely hysterical. And um, he loves Bruce. Yeah. And he used to, we used to, he used to pull out lawn chairs, and we just sit 
in front of the barber shop on St. Mark's and drink <laughs> whiskey and he'd talk shit to people. It was fantastic. <laughs> I love this guy. That guy sounds awesome. Danny. Love this guy. Awesome. Oh, cool. it's going to be great. So yeah, it's going to be a good time. Sounds You're going to get cool, to watch man. my dad sit there and be tired. It's going to be yeah, fun. Yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> You're going to get to watch him sit there, be tired, not be able to hear anything. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, live yeah. music combined with uh, hearing aids. Nothing happened. Not a good combination. He's probably going to hang out outside most of the time. Um, yeah. <laughs> you'll watch him drink his two whiskeys and then politely hang out. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually work his way to his hotel. <laughs> but if he gets a crowd, or if he's out on the porch and he gets a crowd around him... That dude can hold some court, brother. I believe it. I mean, people are going to sit around about, and listen to him talk. I'm worried about our friend Alex just, like, sitting down and being like, so tell me about all the murders you saw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to warn him. I'm going to be like, there's going to be a small woman <laughs> named Alex who's very nice, a total sweetheart, a very close friend of mine. She has more than interests. <laughs> going to really want to talk about crime scene investigation. Yeah. And he'll be like, okay, sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> that's how he, he talks. He's cool. <laughs> talking about that stuff yeah you know for the most part yeah you know that kind of stuff that was work and you know it was, you know yeah it's not like vietnam yeah yeah which he's gotten a lot more comfortable talking about in his older age forgot that like he has <laughs> he's like different tiers of fucked up parts oh, of yeah. his life yeah. <laughs> investigating the investigating dead drug dealers in their living room is not nearly as emotionally impactful as some of the other shit that he went through. Yeah. Uh, in the 60s. Right. right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're but, so lucky to not be in from that generation. Well, we're so lucky to have had a choice. Oh, my God. Can I mean. Even, I'm just, Jesus. Ugh. Yeah. I just. Yep. Anyway. I'm with you. Uh, but, yeah. So, the you know, any uh, any other questions? No. no. I don't think so. I'll let you know if my mom has any more. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to shit on her too much, but. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Oh, it's pretty funny. <laughs> I, I came in here and was like, we have to talk about your wedding on the pod because I just don't have the answers to all these questions. My mom loves you and she is, cares about you. I love her she, too. I should have invited them. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't. Dickbag. I don't know why I didn't think that Scott and Donna would totally come up here. I don't think they would have. They probably wouldn't have, but they might have got me a present. Something's coming. Oh, baby. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, Scott and Donna. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah. They're... Speaking of Scott and Donna. What about them? Oh, what? oh yeah, they yeah. went to go see... What were we talking about? We're, it's the Texas Tech, and then we were going to shit on Aggies. Yeah, basically. Oh, it was because... They went to go see... They went to Texas Tech to go watch West Virginia lose. No, and, West Virginia won. Oh, they won? West Virginia's undefeated. West Virginia's undefeated. West Virginia's nationally ranked very we good football team. We might have to edit that out because my dad's going to chew me out if I say that. <laughs> if, I was talk, if he hears me talking so, so much shit and it's not validated. Um... That's great. So they beat Texas Tech? Yeah, in Lubbock. Ha <laughs> 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 Mountaineers. The Tech fans have a uh, habit of throwing tortillas at opposing fans. Yeah. So I told your mom to bring some salsa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was very innocent. Yeah, they, uh, they they went up there and they did that. They did, they did that. My day going to tell you what. They, we went to Lubbock, brother. You know, the first time, well, the only time. I West Virginia's number nine in the country, 4-0. Fucking shit. They're, they're playing ball, brother. Of course, uh, every, every they fi- haven't played Texas yet. Every five years or so, they, they, they kick into gear. Yeah, they've always got that program that's like teetering on the edge of being a, a, a competitor. Really great competitor, yeah. Yeah, they're like either like 11-1, 10-2, or they're like... Four and eight. Yeah. <laughs> there have been some depressing autumns <laughs> at my household because of that fucking football team. Oh, oh, you remember, like, uh, man, I guess at this point it was like 10 years ago, but um, back when West Virginia football was just getting to national prominence again yeah. and they beat OU in the Fiesta Bowl. I remember yes, that very I well. I remember that very well. Because I was watching it at Colin's house. Uh-huh. And a friend of ours named Blake is a 
die hard sooner. And he was talking shit. We're all Longhorns. We hate OU football. Yeah, you're you're going for you went the Mountaineers. I was going for the Mountaineers. Dude. Yeah, yeah. And they whipped OU's ass. Yeah. And Blake cried. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I'll never forget. I don't remember when this was, uh, but I was at my grandmother's house. Uh, she was in Westford. My my whole extended family. For those of, for listeners who don't know, my whole extended family is from West Virginia. My parents were born and raised there. They met there. They moved to Texas. His mom um, is actually a mountain mama. She is, and uh, country roads take her home. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, I don't know if she's we, from near the Shenandoah River. I was, anyway. uh, I, I could get back to you on that. Okay. Maybe she is. I don't know. Anyway. Not important. Um, Not important. Point of the conversation <laughs> is that I was watching in Charleston, West Virginia. I was watching a game with my grandmother and my dad, and I'll never forget this. It was a trick move that the team won with like this new coach, this new hot shot coach they had, where they, I think they did it twice. I remember the first time they did it. And being absolutely blown away, where they snapped the ball and mm. none of the line moved. Okay. The line just stayed. Yeah. And and it got the defense to go to well. lurch forward and then think that they were offsides. And then the quarterback and then the and then um uh like the quarterback just handed the ball to the running back while the defensive line was like looking around like what the fuck just happened? <laughs> and the dude just blew past him. I Blew love past it. the line, got first down, gained major yardage, and then pissed that team off. Because <laughs> they made them look like fucking fools. It was so funny. <laughs> what do you mean? It was kind of like that guy, um, some kid did something like that recently at a college game. I just saw, I saw a highlight on... Oh, the program. North Texas yeah, Mean yeah, Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah that Yes, dude, so North Texas versus... <laughs> North Texas, who is... It's North Texas. Yeah, it's like, what? They're playing Arkansas. Yeah. SEC team yeah. in Arkansas. Yeah. And... Did the fake... The, the fake he, out. So here's how that fake worked, okay? So when you're calling for a fair catch on a punt, the rule is you have to raise your hand above your head and wave. The defenders clearly didn't know that because he held his hand up to his chest and waved. So he didn't call for a fair what catch. A dick. He caught it. Everybody stopped to walk away, and he just gunned Took it for off. the end zone. <laughs> and that's, North Texas beat Arkansas. That's crazy. That's a move you can do once. Yes, he's like, never going to pull that off again. <laughs> like every every other defensive. I mean, that made a national news. Anybody that's playing that guy is like <laughs> he made Bill Burr's podcast. <laughs> North Texas made Bill Burr's the podcast. Mean Green yeah. Denton Texas Pride. <laughs> um, cool town that Denton Texas. Denton's all right. I like it. Cool music town. I think yeah, it's definitely. A ba- I think it's. Better than Don't Austin. Me, bro. Better music town than Austin, Texas. Ooh, for sure. There you go. I mean, this that that's not my don't at me, bro, but, but don't at me, bro. So what we really wanted to get with this was that, you know, Texas Tech, specifically oh, yeah. because we cheer I and other friends of mine cheer for Texas college football teams. So Texas Tech has a bad reputation about how they treat opposing yeah. teams coming in. Right. And your parents were decked out in West Virginia gear. Right. And I saw their Facebook picture, and honestly, it was super cute. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, look at them. That's the cutest thing I've no ever seen. No pick on them. No one's going to pick on I them. I don't think anybody did. They didn't say no. anything. They don't want to see the wrath of Scott. Yeah. The wrath of Donna. Well, that, well, that and they're just like a cute little couple they're, in their yeah. 60s. In their West Virginia gear. Yeah. You know what I mean? And also, I don't think that a lot of Texan teams have... An opinion about West Virginia. It's too. They're too new to the conference. But I remember telling my my roommate Shay, whose fam family, they're all Aggies. Whoa. He's he's the squib of the Aggie fam, Aggie family. He's, <laughs> he's he's not an Aggie, but he might as well be. And uh, he described he go he he like I told him where they were going, and he got gets all concerned, and he's like, I hope they know what they're getting in for because those people are awful at that stadium. And just and he told me this story about people throwing shit at him, screaming at him, and it was him and his brothers and his and his family. It was him and his family 
three little boys. I think the oldest boy was like maybe 12 years old. And people are just like cursing at them and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, what were you wearing? Yeah. Head to toe maroon. Head to toe maroon. Because when you're part of the cult, yeah. <laughs> people don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody likes Aggies. <laughs> no, I mean... It, when are they going to learn? Yeah, just like... It, they have, they have kind of learned. Like you, like you said earlier when we were talking about this, there's not many of them north of College Station. Yeah. They don't really go to Dallas. Yeah. There's a lot of them in Houston... Because there's a lot of engineering jobs in Houston, and that's what Aggies tend to major in. But, like, they're kind of like, you know how when a town has a lot of Mormons in it? Yeah. <laughs> they kind of yes. just, like, they hang out together. Yeah. They, they start companies together and yeah. hire each other and marry their kids off to each other. Start watering down the beer. Yeah, that's how Ag- <laughs> that's how Aggies are in Houston. Like, they just walk around in these giant maroon clumps and talk about Johnny football all the time. God. <laughs> oh. It's rough, dude. It's, it's tough. Rough. I sent. I saw this. <laughs> so I saw this picture online, and I had to send it to Colin. So my best friend Colin used to live in College Station. He did what a lot of people do when they don't go to A and M, and went to Blinn Junior College, which is in Bryan, the next town over. Bryan, Bryan, Texas. He did what a lot. Of, he did that, and so he is very in touch with Aggiedom and the cult that is the Texas A and M Aggies. And I saw a, a meme of a fishing shirt. And ah. this, this fi- it's a fishing shirt. Just imagine, like, remember, imagine a taco? Imagine a fishing shirt, yeah. okay? And that's what it is. It said, the meme says, when you're chilling in an Olive Garden parking lot, conversing with your family members while chewing on a toothpick and holding it to go box. I mean, that's that's what that's a fishing shirt, brother. Yeah. So then Colin decides to tell me about his trip to Cabo when a friend of ours named Chapman, all he wore were fishing fishing shirts. shirts. And another friend of ours named Renee kept calling them Aggie church clothes. (laughs) (laughs) It's the formal wear. It's the formal wear. We tuck it into our jeans for church. I mightn't want to get baptized at the end of the service. Gotta go show Jesus some respect. Tuck that shirt in. Tuck your, t- tuck your shirt in. Tuck your shirt tuck in. Your socks on with your Sperry's. God dang it till you hood. <laughs> no, we're going to wear our cowboy boots today. That's true. Jesus yeah, these are all Christ tell you hood. Got to wear my formal fishing shirt. Huh. I got a bolo tie to go with it. Yeah. You guys want to talk about Aggie football? Not really. We haven't been good since 1939, but I'll talk to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> you, see my, you see my ring? You see my ring? We don't walk on the grass in College Station because it's a memorial. Yeah. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. You know you're around Aggies because they'll let you know immediately. Yep. We were in Los Angeles, me and Andrea. And you ran into an Aggie. We ran into a fucking gaggle of Aggies. Ew. And they were at Universal Studios. There's 15 of them. I counted. 15 of them decked out. Decked out. to toe. Aggie like hat, Aggie not, shirt, Aggie pants, Aggie shoes, like, Aggie purses. It's like, are you a fucking street gang? Because <laughs> otherwise, why are you flying this flag in California? Right? And they, like, we were sitting we're there at the Three Broomsticks drinking butterbeer. Because mm. you damn right we were. How was that? It was awesome. It okay. was great. It was a fantastic I meant the butterbeer as a cocktail. Oh, it was very good. It was really? very delicious. Savory. You're the only person I've ever... I don't know. I, I thought it was good. Everybody says it's me? bad. I mean, what? I don't know. I'm just interested to know what people think I about it beverages. Was savory, and I thought it tasted fine. Savory. Yeah. It's not sweet. It's sweet and savory. It's butterscotch. They don't put butterscotch. Did yeah, they do. It? It's sweet and savory. I yeah. liked it a lot. Um, so we're sitting there having our butter beers, and this table of fifteen Aggies, head to toe Aggie gear, are sitting behind us. And all they're doing the entire time is complaining about how L.A. is not like Texas. Of course it's not. Because it's L.A. What's that joke? The Bill Burr? Yes. What do you mean this place isn't just like the place we came from? (laughs) Fuck traveling. Yeah. (laughs) Why'd you come here? Yeah, why are you in L.A.? Why'd you come here? Why are you in L.A. wearing Texas colors? Go home. Like, it's like, I don't know. Go back to your... Was there an Aggie game that day? There was the next day. No, no. 
That wasn't the question I asked. <laughs> oh, okay. Not that day. So that they have no excuse. <laughs> so that means that they bought, they brought multiple sets of head-to-toe yeah, Aggie yeah. clothes. Oh, yeah. Because they definitely did not go to the UCLA-Texas A&M game in non-Aggie clothes. Right. Oh. God damn it. Freaking Aggies, man. <sighs> we just talked about Aggies for so long. Um, well, you know. It's but it's, it's a it's a big college are, football weekend. We man. are we are I am running on fumes right now. I'm tired. I've been up since like four thirty this morning. It's okay. Doing the coffee thing. Doing the coffee thing. But we you know we got to get some rest because Saturday OU versus Texas. Oh yeah. It's the first time it's really meant something in a long time because like OU's obviously really good. Yeah. Texas is actually good this year. Really? They're four and one. They're ranked high. They're kicking how, ass. I how almost every time Matt brings up sports, I'm like, really? Really? Tell me. Well, yeah. I, I don't mean, know anything. I thought West Virginia sucked. Yeah. That's weird. Oops. They're good. Sorry, Dad. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Scott. No, OU Texas is going to be a big one this year. Um, I don't think Texas is... I don't think they're to the point of beating OU yet, but... Um, I think it's going to be more competitive than it's been in recent years. Cool. cool. <laughs> so that's all I'm hoping for. That's exciting. Very exciting. You know what else is exciting? What? Don't at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. We're spinning it this week. Here's a thing that I like and a hard line that I will draw in the sand. Modest Mouse is a better rock band than Nirvana ever was. Whoa! Burr, 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 burr. Uh, I am uh, totally an impartial judge in this in this case because I love I love both bands very much. But Modest Mouse has had more staying power, more hits, more uh, has more complex musical compositions that are as equally as uh, 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 earworms and and and. Uh, with attitude and gumption and rebellion and addiction and uh, they say they you know well Nirvana had addiction well that's what I'm talking <laughs> that's what I'm saying like it's like they it's like what if Nirvana survived that would be what Modest Mouse is in my brain uh, they're the greatest band of all time I can't wait to see them next week oh shit don't at me bro don't at me bro. They released more good albums, too. Actually, I'm going to keep going. Okay. Uh, I'll never forget the time I heard... The first time that I heard Lonesome Crowded West, I the first track, Teeth Like God Shine, it sounds like Isaac attacks his guitar, and then he screams, from the top of the ocean to the bottom of the sky, I get claustrophobic. And it... I literally... The thought that I had was, this is what Nirvana was trying to do. Wow. I was in high school. Well, they kind of came out on the same, like, wave of them. Yeah, like, they're they were from the same scene. And they're from the same, like, geographic area. Like the Pacific Northwest yeah. music, garage music scene. They refuse to say that they're from Seattle, but be- because they're from a town called Issaquah, uh-huh. which is like the San Marcos of Seattle. Okay. It's like some shitty little town. 30 minutes away, but they're like, no, we're not a part of the Seattle crime like scene. When we lived in San Marcos, if we were to break out and people would be like, so you're from Austin? We'd be like, no. Yeah. We're from San Marcos. Right. I, but I except respect now I, the living shit out of that. Somewhat. About them. Yeah. I go, oh, yeah, no, I respect the shit out of that with Modest Mouse, but, yeah. um, but yeah, uh, so that's, that's my don't at me, bro. Don't, don't at, at me, bro. bro. Don't at me, bro. If you don't think that Always Sunny in Philadelphia is the greatest television show of all time. All time. In the history of television. Every single moment. No one has been able to do what these people have been able to do. Not even ER. Uh Uh-uh. Not even close. Seinfeld, I'm sorry. You were good. You're right. You were good. Breaking Bad, you were great. Yes. But Always Sunny in Philadelphia is hands down the best television show of all time. Yes. So development of the characters over the years. If you watch season one and God. season 13. It's amazing. It's out of this world. Yeah. Outstanding. <laughs> A friend of mine from work tried to go on about how the first season, the show was better before Frank. That's absurd. I almost threw him out the window. I would kick that man out of my house. I, I invited him to my wedding so you can kick his ass in person. <laughs> all right. <laughs> 
Who thinks it was better before Frank? Who Come on. Season one. <laughs> season one's a nice seed. It's fine. It's a good idea. It's a, yes. It's like clearly like, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah, you know I that can't he wait got to see the, where this goes. You know that Danny DeVito saw it, or his kids saw it, and then they showed it to him, and he was like, oh, this is a great thing. And I want to be on this. Yeah, well, then, and then FX was like, you need a name. And Danny DeVito was the only celebrity that had ever heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's it's my favorite show of all time. It's so good. It's the funniest thing. It's the most quotable thing. Yes. I mean, every time I start to get, like, a little rage in me, I just want to scream, I'm untethered and my rage knows no bounds. <laughs> <laughs> this is a transporter of the gods. The golden god. Be gone, foul man. Be gone. <laughs> a starter car? This is a finisher car. <laughs> God damn, I love that I show. I love that show. I think it's, I know. It's not even a question. Because this is Don't At Me, bro. Yeah. It's the greatest television show of all time. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Fucking love you guys. Keep it rocking. Don't at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. And that is going to be episode 17. We're putting them away. Of the Matt on Matt podcast. Putting it away like a flat of bush light. Bush light. Oh, dang it. I tell you what. Anyway. <laughs> putting it away like bush light at a Kid Rock concert. Amen, brother. <laughs> boom, boom. It's a ball to bang the bang diggy diggy. Send the boogie, set up, jump the boogie. Come on! Are we going to get taken off of iTunes? Um, Probably not. Yeah, I don't think Kid Rock <laughs> gives a fuck about us. No, uh, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, well, once he finds out we're Democrats, he might. No. <laughs> so anyway, I'm MattBeery06 on Twitter. I am Twitterfield on Twitter. Yeah, you can find it on, on Instagram, at MattBeery06. I am you can, at Matters on Instagram. You can follow the podcast on uh, Twitter as well, although I haven't really been tweeting that much from the podcast app. Uh, but follow us anyway. Uh, it's at, at Matt, Matt on Matt Pod. And you can email us your questions, comments, concerns, anything you want to let us know. If you want some advice from us, we really want to give you people advice because we think that your lives are fucked up and we can help you with it. Yep. Hit us up at the <laughs> Matt on Matt Pod at <laughs> gmail.com. Goddamn right, brother. Also, we're on iTunes. Hit us up. We're officially rated on iTunes. Officially a five-star podcast. We have all five-star ratings except for one four-star, and I want to know who did that. Who did that? Who did that? Like, really? Which one of you sons of bitches was like, eh. Mainly because I know only our friends listen to this. (laughs) And I just wanted to be like, who the fuck was that? Which one of you dead bastards did that? I kind of wonder if it was me, like, in a blackout rage. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, but it's not what I hoped it would be. There's stars. (laughs) There's room to grow. Four stars. (laughs) Well, that's it. That's it. I'm Matt. I'm Matt. That's what matters to us. Adios, fuckers.